Your favorite podcast begins in. Five. Four. Three. Two. Back nerds and nerdettes to my favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. And I'm damn sure it's your favorite podcast too. Much, Much ado, ado about, about nerding. nerding. Your brothers is nerd guys discusses everything from ancient athletics to phallic frescoes. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies. And as always, by my side is my sensational sidekick, that girl under herself. A little sister Sally. What's up, guys? So, Sally, what are we going to talk about this week? We are, we're, we're taking a trip to Professor Player One's classroom. Oh, that's, um, that's, uh, that's Professor One. Oh, I'm sorry, Professor One. We're going to Professor One's classroom, and we are going to be learning about the ancient Romans. That's right. I've got my uh, I've got my intellectual glasses on. I've got my cardigan. Also, and, uh, I have an idea for our TikTok. Oh, I don't know what your intros are. Everybody knows this. I don't know what he writes down for his intros. I want to record our intros, and I want to record my reaction <laughs> to your intros so that you guys can see me shake my head. Or laugh uncontrollably because today I just shook my head. So I think that might be what we. That do might on be the a TikToks. thing. That might be a good TikTok thing. I like Fucking that. A, okay, dude. there we go. That's anyway. actually good. We'll just have to get a green screen because we got nothing behind you. No. This isn't aesthetically pleasing. What happened not, to the Iron Maiden? Thing? Not just talking about your face. Stop. But what's behind it? <laughs> what happened to Iron Maiden? Where did he go? It's it's where I put it up for one of the barbecues. So I was like. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so we will be talking. Um, and the way this came about is. This, this episode's probably like a year too late. <laughs> Last year, the big viral thing was ask your husband or your boyfriend how often he thinks about the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw this, I was like, huh, I do. I do. And I didn't realize. And again, I don't know how many of these were bits. Right. Those videos. But, uh, um, or not. But I was like, huh. And I don't know why. I, I think if something came up on YouTube. And I was like, oh, that would be a pretty, yeah, let's do that. That's going to be the next, uh, we could pull an audible because we were going to do another thing this week, but we didn't, obviously. So <laughs> anyway, so what I did is I asked you guys, the listeners, uh, a couple questions on Instagram and um, and I chose the best responses. To, uh, and what I asked was, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And uh, And when you do, why? Like what aspect of Roman life do you think about the most? What draws you, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So doing research for this, I really freaking enjoyed. It re- just reminded me a lot of college. Like, so I love, I love being an anthropologist. Like, it's a shit ton of research. So yeah. I just love doing research, obviously. But also in my last semester of college, um, I was using my GI Bill, and to get the full benefits of your GI Bill, you have to be a full time student. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't need a full-time, and you can only take classes that are part of your degree program. Okay, right? so you can't just take electives. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but because I was in my last semester and I, I wasn't, I didn't have enough classes on my um, itinerary or what it is, whatever it is, um, before graduation, I, you're able to take a class or two, however many, to become a full student that mm-hmm. you just fucking want to take. So my last semester, I took uh, Roman history, Ooh. Um, which I fucking, God damn it, I love it. I even told the professor at the beginning, 
I was like, at the expense of dropping my GPA by like 0.1 points or maybe 0.2, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to be doing anything any work in your class. <laughs> I just find this subject matter fascinating. Fair. Okay. And he laughed at me. He was like, well, I'd, I don't really like that, but thank you for being honest with mm-hmm. me. And I was like, no problem, dude. Like, I'll be in the back paying attention, I'm asking the questions. Yeah. I'll write the papers. Like, I, And that's not like I didn't do any work in the class, but I... It's my last fucking semester of college. It was senior writers. Yeah. So, um, so that I really loved that. So I even went back and looked at some of my old uh, textbooks on my Kindle because they were cheaper to download. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went back to look at those, but a lot of those were mm, no. Well, like textbook books are not. I I don't find them fun like at all they're very boring like there's not a story like give me information and a story behind it Psh, girl i'm all well and, but a lot of these were were like uh one book was uh the the writings of plutarch and the other one was a, a book on the writings of pliny the elder and so the, a lot of them were just like um uh, n- uh letters oh okay written in like their notes and then like they would like break them down and like kind of give you context on mm-hmm. what they were dealing with at the time but um, but no, like doing my research, then I would just like, like, okay, well, it's Google Scholar or whatever it's fucking called. Yeah. And then like a bunch of like JSTOR shit came up. You don't never use JSTOR? No. Um, it's like an academic, like, like published papers. Okay. And, like actual academics go on this thing. Mm-hmm. But you need an actual like login. Oh. You need like a school login or give them fucking money. Which is like, oh, cool! Information's hidden behind the paywall. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, like, BT Dubs. Just n- yeah. Next time, I have a subscription to Everand, and uh, I think it's called Scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get actual academic published yeah. papers yeah. on that one. So, if you okay, ever need cool. to look up more things, and there, and I found uh, there's a hell of a lot more sites than when I was in fucking college. But there are a bunch of free stuff mm-hmm. that I found. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, no, I was just just like sitting there with my. Your a computer and I was just like oh this is awesome I love writing all this shit then I was like bro you're not writing a paper you're doing a podcast on something fucking silly okay <laughs> stop it because I was like oh well at this point it's like the role of women in ancient Rome and then it's like this 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 and this then I'm like yeah but like what kind of stoves did they have? Mm-hmm. Like, how are they baking the bread? Yeah. And then I would go research that and be like, stop, Joseph, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. If you didn't <laughs> know, I get I get easily drawn into rabbit holes. So No, yeah. So there you go. Just about, I think you and I both do just about different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just getting really fucking excited about this, <laughs> which is one of the reasons why we're recording this very late in the, in the week. Yes. Because I wanted to make sure I had all my, my uh, T's crossed and my... My eyes dotted. I'm proud of you. Dotted. Thank you. Because I you. have literally nothing. Because I kind of figured. N- I, the Roman Empire had happened. <laughs> There's a whole Colosseum in there Rome. There is a whole Colosseum. It sat. It sat. Uh, it sat fifty to seventy thousand people. They think closer to fifty, but somewhere in the middle of that. Okay. It could be evacuated within ten minutes. Wow. It was highly. Uh, um, Flammable. Uh, Just kidding. It was made out of stones. Rock. Rock is not flammable. Oh, well, they had like wooden... No, they didn't have wooden benches. But like the... It wasn't just... So what you see now is what has survived being um, pillaged. Because after the fall of the Roman... And I'm not just talking about the sack of Rome. After the fall of the Roman Empire, 
the Europe was just plunged into the dark ages. Mm -hmm. Like everybody was just like, what's going on? Who's in charge? Somebody <laughs> lead me. And we're all sheep people. <laughs> and, uh, and so like all the aqueducts that they had put like crisscrossing the European countryside and whatnot. If I'm just like a poor dude, like a peasant or whatever, and I need to build a house, I'm, and I'm like, well, fuck, I can make it out of sticks. But the big bad wolf couldn't blow down the, the, the stone house. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go. So what they would do is they, they raided like all the aqueducts and all the Roman uh, architecture for pre-cut oh. stones and whatnot. So they weren't really, they weren't, it wasn't eroded away and they fell down. Okay. They were just pillaged didn't know that yeah. did not know that in the vast majority of cases that's that's the way it worked wild also disclaimer before we continue i am not i am an anthropologist by schooling not even by <laughs> trade i have a piece of paper that says i'm an anthropologist yeah um and i did do my research but i am in no way shape or form a duty expert okay on this subject matter it's just like a hobby and a joy of mine that i really like about um about history. Should, I think that should go at the beginning of all of our episodes. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> not not in no, any way, shape, or form an expert on this, but we like to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but but with that, like I think a lot of like history buffs, they're obsessed with the dates of big historical events. Right. I, and I don't know if this is the anthropology side of me or just who I am as a person, I am more interested on how the normal, ordinary fucking people lived day to day cool julius caesar did these things that's all that's that no i'm, I'm not joking that's a fucking cool thing mm -hmm. but no I like love how did yeah how did the fucking the blacksmith like what what time did he wake up like <laughs> what, what were his, his kids names like? yeah no i and i anytime i travel to a different city or somewhere i've never been i usually like to ask you know the person Locals. at Walgreens, like, where do you like to go eat? Like, what, where do you hang out? You know what I mean? Like, what's the, I'm not looking for the touristy shit. Like, cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll spend a day and like, go do that. But like any, any place that I go that's new, I'm always asking the locals, like what it is. Yeah. What the normal people yeah, do. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. So the, and that, and that's what I really, that's really where my research went. And I'll, um, I'll add those two questions that I asked our listeners, I will answer at the end, but we're going to okay. get through some of theirs. Uh, some are funny. I picked some funny ones. <laughs> some are not, so some are pretty serious. But I will ask you this, Sal. Yeah. How many times do you think of the Roman Empire? Yeah. Other than when your brother tells you we're doing a podcast episode on it. Sometimes I'll look at Russell Crowe, mm -hmm. and then that'll take me to Gladiator. Yep. And then that'll take me to the Roman Empire, and that's probably the amount mm -hmm. of times. So anytime I think about Russell Crowe, if I see him in a movie, yeah. yes. But like, well, to give you a number, maybe once a year, if that. <laughs> Maybe a whole year. Okay. And you answered it. You think of Russell Crowe. Yeah. Who was actually not Roman. He's Australian. Yeah. Um, but he played Marcus Decimus Meridius. Maximus Decimus Meridius. Yes. Leader of the armies of the north. Oh, maybe 300. That's, but uh, those are Greek. Oh, those well, are, there we go. Jesus. So none, none times. Maybe one time. Oh man, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Although you could say, because I did say this a couple of episodes ago, Western civilization is Greek, Greek Grecian, yes. Grecian civilization. Uh, the Greeks invented it, the Romans perfected it, and then the Americans sent it to space. 
That's like legit how it fucking goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. <clears throat> hey, we're back on the moon again. I love it. We landed on the moon! <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. There we go. So, yeah. So, so, yeah, so not, yeah. not Grecian. If it, how, how can we? No, I can't even with the names. It's like Titus, that's Roman. But Leonidas, like, it's still colloquial? No, uh, phonetically. Phonetically? Phonically. They sound the same. Words! <laughs> Words! Words are happening. So, um, did you want to get into it? Is there anything you would like to preface this with before we get into what our listeners answered those two hot Hot questions. Hot questions and even hotter wings. Um, no, I I don't have anything to preface. This okay, with. let's go. All right. Okay. Cool. So, uh, just again, brief. The Romans weren't the first superpower. They that would be the Persians, and the Persians fought the Greeks mm -hmm. like hundreds of years before the Roman Empire was at its peak. Yep. Right. I didn't even think it was even founded. Anyway. But the Persians, their military might was just through sheer numbers. They conquered people, made them serve in their army. Ah, yes, um, yes. The Romans were the first actual military superpower in the fact that they had professional soldiers. Mm. You can enlist. Your enlistment lasted 25 years, and you can retire. Um, after that, uh, it was a 50-50 shot on whether or not you could um, – or you would survive to the end of your enlistment. Mm -hmm. It's a flip of a fucking coin, man. Um, a lot of those deaths didn't occur on the battlefield. They, it was things like sickness and accidental death, okay. you know, falling off a mountain and shit. As you um, do. And the reason why I start this off with uh, the Roman military is because we'll get into this one. That was one of the, the aspects that Brian brought up. But that's how you showed your might. Mm -hmm. That was... How you created an empire was through your uh, your military, and um, like I said, this was one of this was it the first, if not one of the first, professional militaries where this is a profession. The way the Greeks did it, aside from the Spartans, like the way the Athenians did it, like you had a farm and you're working on your farm, and then they're like to war, and then you would pick up your dad's freaking sword, your grandpa's shield, and a helmet you found down the road, and you would boop beep, boop boop boop. You'd walk Don't. out there and then you were considered like the heavy infantry. Okay. And then there would just be like fucking slaves and shit that were like in whisk wicker baskets and like, and they would be sent out first. So yeah, that's the, that's the way it was. Like you weren't huh. a professional soldier. You probably trained in your spare time if you wanted to, the more affluent people, the people that had the more money had the better training, obviously. But the Romans, they were like, nope, this is your job. This is all you're going to fucking do. You're going to drill all day. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it, it was another thing I found. That makes a lot of sense though. Yeah. And, and their tactics reflect that. Like the, the Romans were fucking geniuses in a lot of freaking ways. Mm -hmm. One thing I found. Okay. Tell okay. Me, so me. we're just going to, we're just going to get into this right <laughs> now. Um, so we've all seen like a phalanx, you know, when they have like, their shields all locked together yeah. and they've got their spears hanging out and they're just like advancing. Mm -hmm. That's a phalanx, right? That, that formation. Sure. And then they do the tortuga, not the tortuga. It means tortoise in Latin. It makes anyway. sense to me <laughs> yeah. what you're saying, yes. So, like, so arrows, they would put, like, the shields, like, the first rank would have their shields forward, and then the second rank would put their shields on top of them, and then the third rank would put their shields on top of them, so that's almost an all-but-impenetrable turtle shell, mm -hmm, basically, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 
I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so what? one of the things like I was, I was uh, reading on this. So they obviously they had two spears, a, a dude, and then they had a gladius, which is your sh- sword. And I think it's like 18 inches long. And um, oh. and which would like when you're fighting with a shield in front of you and somebody's like brushing up, like just having that little tiny stabbing weapon to like that's way more wieldy than having a fucking long sword or something. I was like going right? to say that makes a lot more sense than <clears throat> just wa- wanging around. A yeah, sword. <laughs> actually, it, it actually it killed the Gauls and the Goths up north in like Britannia and like Germany and whatnot, because mm-hmm. they were wielding these big ass like freaking hammers and big ass swords and shit. Right. And when they would get in the tight quarters like that, they couldn't freaking do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just getting chopped down by the Romans. Well, anyway, so they had two spears. So, like, they could throw those spears pretty freaking far, right? But the worst part about throwing... The downfall about having a thrown weapon... Is that if you miss your target, or even if you don't, now the enemy has a weapon, Ah. right? So what they would do, the Romans were like, oh, yeah, that sucks, but... Hold my beer. So the spear was like, uh, we'll get into that too. Uh, The spear was like two feet long of wood, right? And then it had like another two foot long, like really long, um, skinny metal penetrating spearhead. Well, the spear actual head, the triangle spear head was um, hardened, hardened steel, quote unquote. They didn't really perfect hardened steel Mm -hmm. like we have now is what I should say. But the rest of that two feet wasn't so hard. So whether or not it landed in a dude or landed in a shield or landed in the ground, the weight of, well, it didn't completely break, okay. but yeah, it would bend. The weight of that wooden handle would bend and make it freaking useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just... Yeah, so the enemy can't pick it up and use it against you. But after the battle, you have your blacksmiths in the legion, mm-hmm. so they could just pick it up, either straighten it out or just melt down that spear tip, make, make new some new ones. Yeah. Boom, there you fucking go. All right. To me, that blew my mind. I yeah. was like, that's freaking genius. It seems so simple, but the simple things, thats to me, that speaks true fucking genius. 100%. Wow. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that either. I'm learning a lot. Learn. I, I'm going to learn you something today. I see that. I see that. All right. So the two questions I asked, again, so this is Brian. He is a listener to the pod, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but we've mentioned him here on the podcast before. Uh he says to the first question, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? He says daily. What do you think about? And I quote, the Romans developed a superior breakdown of the military with a strong focus on small unit leadership with communication going up and down the chain of command to allow for a more mobile and adaptive military force. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so this makes sense. He's a former Marine as well. Ah, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Um, so I have back in the day, so the Marine Corps is known for its, uh, small unit leadership, mm-hmm. like using squads instead of battalions. But yeah, I was going to say platoons, <clears throat> but I didn't want to use. Well, platoons. even, but yeah, platoons are these squads make up a platoon, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So I was like, I don't know if it's so much, so much small unit leadership. Um, but I will say they did live and march with a small a small unit that made up a bigger one. So this is the breakdown of a Roman legion. Okay. So you had the Contenburnium, which is eight men living together. And actually Contenburnium is Latin for tenting together. Oh. So you had these eight dudes um, that 
when they would stop, they all shared the same tent. Right. And with that, they also they carried around their tent with them, not just their military and personal gear. Uh, they carried around their tent and a millstone and all of like their food for like three days. They all had like three days rations with them. And they ate together. They cooked together. They slept together in that way as well. Sometimes. Like I haven't read anything that they did, but I don't think that they wouldn't if they, you know. Yeah. If the if the if the mood struck them, I was gonna say um, if the mood's right. So it's like these eight dudes. Oh no! Oh, also, with them was two slaves. Each tent had two slaves huh. at their disposal. Um, so you had these eight men that lived together in the same tent, and then you had ten contemburnium to a century, and a century was a, eighty soldiers. Then you had six centuries to a cohort, ten cohorts to a legion. So this equals about four thousand eight hundred men. And that's what I think the small unit leadership would come out of is those. So you would obviously in that tent, you would have the senior guy. Right. Now, I don't think they had like private, private first class. I don't think they had. I couldn't come up with ranks like that. Your rank usually like you were a legionnaire, you're a soldier. And then like you got promoted to do something special like carry <laughs> like carry the standard. Like you carry the fucking the golden eagle of, you know, the legion or whatever. Oh. Or your or your um, cohort number or whatnot, right? Okay. And that's I'm thinking like actually physically carry. I'm sure that yeah, that's no, 100. percent Okay, into that, battle like they would carry a golden eagle. You wouldn't be on the front lines holding a golden eagle, but it would be a great honor to represent your entire legion or hmm. like I said, just your small unit in that way. Interesting. I would have. I don't know. I don't know. I don't personally. I don't see that as a promotion, but I love that for you. Yeah, well, it's a promotion, <laughs> you know I mean? one, because, again, you're not going to be on the fucking front lines. Well, yeah, that's you're true. Not gonna, you're not going to get your balls chopped off, which happened a lot, what? actually. <clears throat> yeah, it was a stabbing motion, like, down low and up. Because yeah, I don't have to blend a killing blow. If I chop your dick, it doesn't even have to fall off. Any dude's going to be like, well, I'm out of the fight. I'm walking. <laughs> I'm throwing down my shield. Time out. <laughs> I didn't know we were chopping balls here. And then I just walk to the back. <laughs> Fucking pissed. <laughs> how many times did that happen? <laughs> I want to know. Like, how many times somebody was actually like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 where's the Geneva Convention? I got to wait 2,000 years for there to be rules. I just saw them cut off Greg's balls. I'm not about it. It's sitting right there. It's still twitching. It's flopping around like a fish. <laughs> Ooh, that 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 made me laugh. That one got me. Holy shit! Um, but I could see how the small unit leadership in this would would come from the veteran in inside that tent. Yeah, and you know, just learning from the dudes that have been there, and they were all drilled so well <clears throat> that all those different times of formations that they would do at different, you know, different times of the battle. Like they had one that was just like a circle and it was for like units that would get cut off from the rest of. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it doesn't like, it could be from two different cohorts, but they were all drilled the same way. Mm -hmm. So whoever was in charge or didn't even matter, whoever noticed that, oh fuck, we need to like kind of circle up, do the bat Batman and Robin back to back thing here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they could put them into that formation and they can kind of defend yeah, so themselves it's universal knowledge yeah. yeah 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 gotcha yeah so that's how i see because i didn't really find anything again because i don't have a jstor <clears throat> i couldn't find anything about the uh the um the small unit leadership but it also could going back to those promotions like your promotion came from your billet i guess is how it would be 
um, they were like communications guys, like just basically runners mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. would just like run from the front and then run to the back and just kind of or shout during like if you're on the front lines and like the, you know, the, the officer in charge is like, hey, do a fucking skirmisher skirmisher left. Blue 42. Yeah. And then he's the one who screams it. Okay. And yeah. like I'm get like, and I I don't know how it happened, but I'm guessing it's probably running up and down the line screaming to do that. And they probably also had flag signals and whatnot. But a lot of those promotions, as far as like, like we would think again, private, private, first class, lance corporal, corporal, what all those things. Yeah. A lot of those promotions came from the billet that that they assigned to you. Okay. <clears throat> so next up, machine gun Polly. All right, Mr. Paul. Mr. Paul, he says he thinks about the Roman Empire about once a week. And the thing, he's also a former Marine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The thing he brings up is the architecture, Roman architecture. Can you tell me, do you, when you think of Roman architecture, is there anything that comes to mind? Mm. No, it's all Greek. Um, I was literally like which the Trojan from, horse. Which is from Julius Caesar, actually. <laughs> it's all Greek to me. No, uh, it's all just the Colosseum, honestly. That's every time I think about like ancient Rome, the Colosseum. Yeah, up the Colosseum, it. which isn't a bad thing to think about. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so there's a couple of the, the biggest things that I think of when I think of architecture. Okay. The first thing is the Roman road system. I mean, there's a reason yeah. why the saying the saying goes, and it's still used today. All roads lead to Rome, mm -hmm. because the first roads. Actual proper freaking paved cobblestone yeah. <clears throat> roads were led out of Rome. Mm -hmm. This one was for trade, obviously. Right. It's easier. I mean, it's not like it was super easy to travel on, but it was easier than unimproved, like going over hills and shit, because they cut into mountainsides and, and just like we do today. But also for the most part, and this is what's something similar that I'm going to get into a little bit later, it was easier for your uh, your armies. To travel across your uh, empire yes. on roads. Yes, yes, yes. So you knew that, you know, there was going to be, it's not like they needed lodging or anything, but the towns that they're going to have to protect, like let's say there's an invading army, they're going to be along that road as well. <clears throat> so you can get information from the people if they'd seen anything. And also yeah. like, again, oh shit, this town is like burning. Where the fuck are these guys? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it was fast. Uh, it's, it's the reason why we have a highway system in this country. True. We built a highway system to get tanks and shit across the country in case the Germans ever invaded America. Stay out of my lawn. Um, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, and like the, I, I feel like the cobblestones would help with like the... Um, the carts right they're not getting stuck in mud and what yeah exactly have. it would it would be easier on that and then the, again this isn't just like a bunch of cobblestones thrown on the ground um it was dug in filled with sand and then the cobblestones and then their concrete which we'll get into fucking later they <clears throat> invented concrete mm -hmm. um As you do. but also they were designed where the middle of the road was at a higher elevation than the sides so it had proper fucking drainage drainage yeah like, again, that's and again, maybe we see that in modern things because the Romans did it first. Mm -hmm. But again, this is 2000 years ago. These right. people are just like, hey, you like, know what makes sense? Drainage. Yeah. You know, drainage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, well, they had curbs like most of the the Roman roads had curbs. Um, Four hundred thousand kilometers of roads, of roads in ancient Rome. And a lot of those kilometers have either been paved over by modern roads. OK. Because it just made sense to put a road there. Mm hmm. Or they still exist today. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're still used today in small villages and whatnot. There's actually a bike race uh, in Europe that they still use the Roman roads. And the reason they use the Roman roads is because they're so rough mm-hmm. that it's hard to ride a bike on them and the people fall all the time. And that's well, like the badge of honor. Fucking riding, not even mountain bikes where you no, have like yeah. some sort of cushion. It's all like the actual yeah, the race, like, bikes. race bikes. Yeah. I would murder But myself. But the thing is like the badge of honor is falling off your yeah. bike bleeding and still making it to the finish yeah. line all covered in mud and shit and i again stupid. mud and blood mud and blood um this one's a no-brainer the roman arch the romans invented the arch as a load-bearing uh aspect of ac- agriculture and you see them all over like just think of like the roman aqueducts mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. all made out of fucking arches hmm. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I don't know the science behind why an arch is a fucking very strong, stable thing. But again, these the aqueducts are 2,000 fucking years old. They're still standing today. They did something. Good right. on you. Good, good, good on, on you. Good, good on, on you. you. And uh, domes. They did domes in their, their architecture. Um, in the Pantheon, uh, which is still seen today, it's still up. It was built by the Emperor Hadrian in 126 AD or CE, whichever you go by. Um, and it was, it is still to this day, the largest unsupported dome in the world. Wild. There is a larger dome that was built somewhere else. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, it was like a hundred years ago they built it, but it's reinforced concrete inside oh. that dome. And it's like, that's cheating, bro. 2000, it took us 2000 fucking years to do that shit. Yeah. And we still didn't beat them because it's unsupported. <laughs> Like, that shit's nuts, man. Like, yeah. just the science. And, again, the, they're not doing this with backhoes and modern cranes made out of steel and shit. Mm-hmm. They're using brawn. Old-timey tools. Brawn <laughs> and hammers and, and shit. And then, uh, lastly, concrete. Concrete made everything. 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 Mm-hmm. Literally made everything. Yeah. And it uh, stands up to the concrete that we make today. Hmm. And actually, in some aspects, it's better. it's better than the concrete you could buy at Home Depot. Now, there is better quality concrete today. Yes. But, like, the stuff that you would use to make, like, a slab in the backyard mm-hmm. for, like, a basketball court or something like that, the Roman concrete was better. Hmm. And they're still kind of like, what was in? Because it's basically just, like, it's like sand, water, chopped up rocks, and then they would throw in um, ash from oh. the volcanoes because it is very volcanic-heavy as I'm pretty sure you've heard of Pompeii. Pompeii. In 76 <laughs> AD. Um, Are you throwing out numbers or is that real? No, I'm pretty sure. I think okay. it was 76 AD. <laughs> and also, let's not th- forget about Herculaneum, which was also destroyed in that same sure. explosion. There's another something, too. I don't remember. <laughs> so, pour one out oh, for your homies out there. Man. But yeah, the concrete, uh, again, their, uh, their huh. architecture still survives today. The cool thing about Rome today is like there you'll see like this little shop. It's like a bakery or like a butcher shop or something like that. And then you like go into their storeroom and you can see the building foundations from ancient Rome. They just built on top of Rome. That's one of the coolest things to me about Rome is that 
for the longest time they're like, eh, no, that's that's a shitty old building. Why would I keep that around? And then you get like the the British come and they're like, no, you gotta save all that shit, man. That's cool. That's some dope. That's stuff. some dope ass shit. Yeah, I was watching a thing and they go out down into the cellar. At, I don't remember what kind of business it was. And again, you can see and actually, and it's not even just like one layer of ancient foundations and walls. Like it, even way back in the day, this building fell down, so we just built on top of it. Yeah. And then there's also like artifacts from way back from ancient Rome that they just keep in there. Cause like <laughs> there's all this trash, there's all this trash these ancient Romans left around. And Jesus. I'm not. Oh my god. And I'm not allowed to throw it away. I was gonna say I can't get rid of this. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, that's so freaking cool. And then that's Indiana so cool. Jones busts through your wall, and he says, "It belongs, this belongs in a museum." <laughs> Actually, no, because it's mostly like pottery and shit, oh. and it's like we have enough of it. <laughs> we have enough of these olive oil pots. Yum. Olive oil. I am's what I am's, but I know it's all I am's. Uh, the next one. Tell next me. one up. Edward. He says, and I quote, <clears throat> I think about the Roman Empire at least once a week, and I acknowledge that Roman reigns as my <laughs> tribal chief and leader of the bloodline and the Roman Empire. And he does the finger up. Um, I don't know if Edward uh, understood the assignment. <laughs> I think he did. He's just being cheeky. He's you know, cheeky. He's just being cheeky. Cheeked up. Cheeked up on I... a Thursday. Nope. So, uh, yeah. So at Roman least once a week. <laughs> and only because Roman Reigns is only on SmackDown. <laughs> I love, I love it. I love it. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, see? See, that's why I told you. There's a couple of these are pretty funny. All right, so we have Mikey, uh, a co-host and cohort of ours uh, from our sister podcast, um, Slasher's Pod. And he writes, this is the most lengthy one. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Buckle I'm up. not going to lie. Settle in. This one got me a little excited. Oh. Um, so he says he thinks about the, the Roman Empire quite often. He says, at the gym, how were their bodies, how were their bodies really when they didn't have access to steroids? Now, in fact, the statues from the Greeks and the Romans are actually pretty freaking accurate on the fit people of the time. Okay. As far as like the washboard abs, the bulge. I'm not going to say bulging muscles. Uh, there was nobody Arnold Schwarzenegger size, you know, at the time yeah. when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the top. Like Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, like those guys would be, they wouldn't understand. It'd be like, are you Hercules? Yeah. Was pretty much what they would probably say. Um. But uh, but, 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 but fitness and strength were huge aspects of Roman society. Um, Nutrition as well. They had nutrition books. They had fitness books. They had public gyms. There was intramural sports. You could go play sports for male and women. The women, there are frescoes that women playing the same, like, volley. there's there's a game. They don't know the rules of it, but it looks like it's volleyball. Basically, just hit this ball up and over this thing. Um, Obviously, they're into the combat sports, boxing, wrestling, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, Naked wrestling. Naked. (laughs) Naked. And you had to be shaved. Did you? Like, is that real? Yeah. You had to shave yourself. Like, Or get somebody to pluck all your hairs. There's a yes, they've found at bathhouses there was somebody that would sit there and just pluck all your hairs. Uh, I don't know. Are the Italians hairy people? Yes. That's what I was gonna say. Like that's a lot of fucking hair. Yeah, they're yeah, I mean and maybe it was a shave and then you, you go and you detail. 
I know of the Italian descendants in America today. They are hairy. Well, we're people. we're descended from Iberian people too. We're from Spain. Yes, and I am hairy as fuck. You're 100%. hairy. Yes, you're hairy. Very. Person. Yeah, like I, I I get it. Like, but I don't know. Maybe the Italians were a little bit different. Maybe they had genes from somewhere else. I'll just tell you that waxing hurts enough. I could not imagine each individual hair. Yeah. Ouch. Well, they 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 found a bunch. They found something like um, like five hundred pairs of like tweezers in like this one excavation. Yeah. What a and shitty it, job. Well, but also, okay, so this is, again, I celebrate the Roman Empire, but I do understand that there are aspects of this society that are pretty fucking deplorable. Yeah. Um, just like there's aspects of our society that's pretty fucking deplorable. Any society. Um, they were probably slaves. Mm. But when we think of slaves because of our own history, it's just menial, hard-ass labor out in the field. Yeah. They were actual professionals. Oh, you like chose some, that as a professional. Well, no, no, no. Like, okay. like some slaves were barbers. Some slaves were bakers. Some mm. slaves were doctors. Hmm. Yes. And Makes it sense. was just like that was your profession, or you were a slave. Like your your dad was a slave to a doctor, and then so that doctor taught you, and then you grew up. You're still a slave, but now you know everything the doctor does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then you get sold to somebody to go be their doctor. And also slavery, and again, I'm not defending the Romans for having slaves or anything, but slavery wasn't a lifelong thing. You could be freed. And then once you were freed, you were a free, full citizen of Rome. You might not have been able to, like, vote, but you could hold, you could own a business, you could hold lands Hmm. and things like that. Like, you can totally live a full Roman life if you were freed. Okay. And also, I don't know how, I haven't really read anything on how mistreated they were. Like I said, a lot of their a lot of the aristocrats had slaves, but they would take them out in public, and it would be, I mean, I don't know. I, think, I, I imagine it would be uncouth to you know a slave to show up all bloody, right. or, you know, like missing an eye. You know, yeah. they you want them to be maybe not dressed as well as you, but be presentable like mm-hmm. you. You know, like look, I'm so rich, even my slaves live better than you do. Damn, because that was a big thing, and we'll get into this a hell Damn. of a lot more here in the next thing. Um, the Romans were very classist. Yes. And obviously, and I think we all know this, like pompous and like grandiose, mm-hmm. opulent was like, well, opulence is a big thing. You see that a lot in the jewelry, like because they had cheap jewelry and they had really nice jewelry. Huh. And, it got th- and again, thank God for, and it sucks because you're like, thank God for natural disaster. But like when Pompeii was destroyed, mm-hmm. Everything was preserved. So we yeah. got like literally a snapshot of what Roman life was on a regular normal day for not just the super rich because Pompeii was kind of like a resort town. Oh. But you also, to run that resort town, you need the normal fucking people. Yeah. And it was along a port. So you had like people coming in from other sides. So it has like huge trade and normal people trying to, you know, just live their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And then you had like the rich people sitting there. I think like the second largest Roman mansion like that they've discovered in uh, ancient Rome was in Pompeii. Damn. Well, that is fortunate. I mean, sorry for those people. Yeah, no, it really sucks. It really sucks um, that they died like that. But it's also like, well, but we seriously like all those frescoes were preserved, like the vibrant colors and shit. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it, it's a, I guess it's just trying to make the best of a shitty situation. Right. Like, let me make your sacrifice, quote unquote, like worth it yeah. for the rest of us. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. 
and especially when you find the remains of the people like there's the 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 famous uh bones that they found in a wine cellar see like most of the pompeii bodies were covered in plaster Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but these people were inside so they never were covered up with the 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 ash and the pumice stones right they just suffocated to death Mm. inside this wine cellar um don't remember what I was going with that. Oh yeah, so like when you're looking at those um those uh the casts yeah. of of those people, it it sucks cuz you can see the facial expressions, you can see you know, there's one of this lady trying to cover her mouth with a handkerchief and mm-hmm. you can see the fucking handkerchief. Yeah. Um that's pretty jarring, but when you see the bones and you're like those are actual people. Bones. Those yeah. Those are actual remains of people. Mm-hmm. It's not covered with the plaster. Yeah, it's kind of like holy shit, man. Yeah, but yeah, but in in but a lot of that, and yeah, we learned a lot. At least we get to learn a lot. Um, but yeah, with that, you you discover you see that that you know you had the opulent, actual rich people, but then you had the middle class or lower middle class people who still bought jewelry that looked shiny like gold, mm-hmm. but totally was not. Yeah, it, it was. We're buying a Michael Coors purse. Yeah, the K is the opposite. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You see yeah. it again. You see it today. Yeah, you see yeah, it today yeah. of the knockoffs. But you know, you think you look good, right? Or you do look good. You, you feel want you good, like a, you right? look good. Yeah, you feel good. You're, You're like, hey, I look like a million bucks. I only spent forty. Forty. I look <laughs> like about forty <laughs> denarii. I think that's what they their their uh, silver coins were denarii. Mm. But um, but anyway, so uh, so Mikey again when he's working out thinks you know because i mean that's a that's a valid question like if how were they so fit they look so good when we they didn't have steroids a lot of it had to do with nutrition they were uh really they they didn't know why a, di- a diverse um diet worked mm-hmm. they just knew it did hmm. um and one of the doctors i don't remember which the the name of like the doctor he's like the um, the emperor's doctor but he said it's something like the first, the best, the first and best medicine is the food you eat or something like, oh, something along those lines. So yeah. he just knew it was like, eat good, you'll be good. Eat good, feel good. Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. There you go. Is that, was that a Roman accent? That's no. supposed to be, you're just being just, cheeky? Yeah. <laughs> just cheeking around. Um, but the only thing to me is that, that I wonder about is that protein wasn't something that they ate a shit ton of. Now, I did see a lot of things like these fucking dumbass nerds that probably have never seen a dumbbell in their life. Like, well, they ate a lot of nuts and nuts have protein. Do you know how many fucking nuts you have to eat to get like a hundred fucking grams of protein? Enough to not feel good. Yeah, you're (laughs) not. Your your teeth are going to fall out. They're going to wear down. They don't have fluoride. (laughs) Yeah. What are we going to do without the fluoride in the water? Um But I think a lot of that just had to do is that their grain was better. It was less sugar ah, yes. Than, yes. than we have today. Mm-hmm. Um, they lived a less sedentary life. Yes. You had to walk so everywhere much. you fucking went to. So you're burning calories that way. That would also, have been my answer. <laughs> your leg muscles are always fucking working. And, um, and yeah, and they did eat lean meats, kind of. They preferred pork over beef. But in coastal areas, you're eating a lot of fish. Right. Fish, fish is good. Mm-hmm. source of protein so well and you have like actual physical labor jobs right like you're not just sitting in front of a computer or yeah. sitting answering a phone you know what i mean like you actually like you said your legs are constantly moving because you have to walk everywhere but you have actual labor intensive jobs yeah 
But again, even then, like a shop owner is not going to have to like you, you might have to build, you know, pick up pots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but and but it was a big aspect of Roman society because Roman Roman society is very macho. No, the, the, the big, strong soldier type is, you know, the 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 archetype that they would want you to be um, and how Roman men thought they should be. Mm-hmm. And um, and with that, they would idolize, you know great war heroes or the heroes from Greek mythology and their own mythology and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, and what are those heroes? They're big and strong. So I'm going to lift these weights. They had rudimentary dumbbells. The medicine ball goes all the way back to Didn't ancient Rome. Did they just Rome. fill up a Yeah. They just a leather. With... Yeah. A leather ball with fucking sand and they threw it around. There is actually that volleyball mm. game. Yeah. Was with... It wasn't a heavy medicine ball, but it was a leather ball filled with sand. Wow. Again, played by the men and the women. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I figured the Greeks, or not the Greeks. God damn it. I'm stuck on Greeks. Um, I figured the Romans always looked like that, though. Because, again, they didn't have the shitty foods that we have today. And phys- physicality was a thing. Yeah. Well, oh. you're not wrong. You're not right. I'm not right. No, there were some because even in remember I was talking about those nutrition books and like those fitness books. Yeah, they were for or that. scrolls, I should say. Um, there was actually one that they found that was a beginner's guide to fitness, and it was and it's just like your personal trainer would tell you today. If you're first getting into it, if you're overweight and you're first getting into it, just start walking around more, hmm. and that's what it was. Go find a steep hill and walk up and down this hill for you know however long. I don't know how they marked the time. Wild. Nuts, right? Nuts. On how shit... 2,000 years ago, we're still doing the same stuff. Huh. Fucking love it. I wonder if they had personal trainers. And I'm guessing... I mean, I, I didn't see anything in it. I don't see why they wouldn't. I'm, I'm I saying. don't see why they wouldn't. Fuck. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that blows my mind. I feel like there's a Chad in Rome that's like, hey, bro. <laughs> do you even lift? We're, we're not all Chads, Selena. Well, you're all Chads. Sorry. <laughs> I can't think of a name for all lesbians. It's <laughs> a, a very. very what good. are you all, Joes? <laughs> no. J O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Is it just because I'm wearing a flannel today? <laughs> and a leather jacket. I have to. It blocks out the wind. All right. So the second thing you brought up. So that was him thinking about the Romans at the gym. Right. Second thing you brought up. I mean, Odd that he would bring this up, being on a horror movie podcast. What? Uh, as horror films. He says, the gladiator games uh, were the OG faces of death. If you know, that that was an old movie of, that depicted actual murders and shit. Okay. Um, and it shows the death has been something that brings people together for shock purposes for a long ass time. Okay. And yes, we are violent ass hairless apes. That can't get violence out of our society. The only fucking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the only fucking apes that have gotten it right are the bonobos because they don't fight; they fuck. They do, and that's a hell of a lot more fun. Sometimes if getting punched in the face sometimes just just makes you feel alive. I get Fight Club, man. Anyway, um, so I one hundred percent like that's what I one hundred percent agree with that because um, we're the only yeah. species that I know that actively watch murder whether it's real or staged yeah Mm -hmm. 
Now, chimps will watch other, ch- you know, chimps get attacked and whatnot, but that's more of like a social thing. Like, hey, this chimp fucked up so oh, yeah, he's yeah. going to get his ass beat. It's the punishment. And, yeah, and we're all going to go nuts and, <laughs> and squawk and shit. Um, but, yeah, we do this shit for fun. Uh, for some reason, violence is fun. And you can see it in football. Yep. Obviously, the UFC, professional wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but um, But with the gore and whatnot... Contrary to popular belief, most gladiators didn't die after a fight. And this is mostly because Hollywood, it's not fun if somebody survives. They want the blood, they want the gore, they want the not. But whoever was hosting the gladiatorial games, like let's say it was a senator that was coming up for re-election. He's like, I'm going to get some votes because I'm going to buy some games. I'm going to host these fucking games. Well, if a gladiator dies while you're hosting those games, you have to pay that gladiator's owner the money. Mm. How much he was worth because now he doesn't, he's got to go buy another gladiator. Yeah. So it, it often, and, but obviously, yeah. I mean, you're swinging real ass weapons at each other. Shit's going to happen. Like, yeah. you know, you're, you're going to get cut up or whatnot. But as far as, and, and deaths, pro, and deaths happened mm-hmm. 100%. But as far as like the dude laying on the ground and the emperor's doing the fucking <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down, which, um, which to us is the opposite. Thumbs down was a good thing if you're yeah. the guy on the ground. Yeah, yeah, Thumbs yeah, up yeah. was the. Um, you're not gonna that, make it. That really didn't. That really didn't happen unless the emperor's like, I don't fucking give a shit. Here's three times as much as he's worth. I want to see some fucking blood. Yeah. Um, a lot of that gore did come when they would fight the beasts, though. Okay, I was gonna say that's like human on human. Yeah. We can't control animals, no. and I know that, and I know for facts that they did do these things yeah. with animals. So. No, they definitely would fight lions and shit. They would fight giraffes. That isn't why. What? Just chopping down a giraffe. <laughs> and according to the bobbin, they are not tall; they are long. Oh, well, so. get your dimensions right. Okay. <laughs> well, no, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they would bring in these exo- exotic animals and they would have, and they would starve the shit out of like these lions and right. whatnot and, and poke them with sticks and, and shit. Cause there's a, there is writing of a couple of times, like the lions would just come out and they just cower in the corner because they're freaking scared shitless. You've got 50,000 people screaming their freaking faces off. They're sitting in the sun, drinking wine, getting free bread. <laughs> bring out your bread. Bring out your bread. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the lions obviously like they, they had to devise ways of making the lions more aggressive and right. whatnot. And I just say lions like tigers, bears, oh my. Um, well, it's like what they did in, in Spain, right? Like they would they like tie their balls? They I'm sure they would if it were a male because that would piss you off. That's what they do with the bulls, right? Yeah, but it's also there's the fucking dude jumping on your back as well. Yeah, true, like, Get the fuck off because <laughs> most bulls like they'll attack for like self defense and whatnot, mm-hmm. but. Um, but also like back in the day, private citizens could become gladiators because gladiators were famous as fuck. Yeah. They you're, were, you're the celebrity. Yeah. They were famous as shit. Mm-hmm. Like they would have frescoes and be like, this is depicting like famous battles between gladiators and think of it, like a lot of times these guys were slaves. Yeah. Um, but also to get that fame, that glory and they were paid, they could get paid. Well, if you sponsored yourself, basically, okay. if you're a private citizen, you're like, hey, I want to go be a gladiator instead of your trainer getting the money, you would get the money. OK, it's basically representing yourself. You don't have an agent or something like yeah, that yeah, to yeah. book your fights and and shit. Um, also, 
something I didn't realize, but it actually makes sense. So we depict gladiators, these fucking big muscular fucking man's men, right? Mm-hmm. I hope they were pretty chubby. <gasps> yeah. They would purposely be chubby as an added layer of protection against mm-hmm. uh, s- sword swipes and whatnot. They mm-hmm. ate barley. They just ate barley. Yeah. Shit. And it was probably in a stew. Like, you know, like it was, they probably like ground it up and put it into like a porridge or something. Yeah. But yeah, they purposely were high caloric, had a high caloric intake. One, because of their, I mean, they're always training to fight, mm-hmm. but also to keep that added layer of protection over the vital organs and the muscles yeah. with a little bit of chub. That makes they sense. also got like the least amount of protein out of all the like Roman citizens. Or not just citizens, but like people who lived in Rome. Hmm. Hmm. Well, they didn't have heart disease then. Uh, 12. 12. Um, and then lastly, and this is the one that took most of the research because I was like, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even think about this You're shit. Right. Go, go, go. And then he says, gay shit. Ah. Everyone loves Romans until we got to talk about their undefined sexuality. Ooh, and we left it there? Yeah, that's Oof. what he says. Mike fucking dropped, dude. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um, like I said earlier, I'm going to premise this with saying that Roman society was extremely macho. Um, early Romans admitted that, the, uh, what did I say? I don't even know what this fucking note says. <laughs> so early Romans admitted that the Greeks had an amazing society mm-hmm. and they took mm-hmm. what the Greeks had made and they made it better. Right. But they always looked down on their touchy feely philosophical. Let's talk about how you're thinking, how you're feeling and whatnot. They're like, no, dude, let's talk about the Spartans and how the fucking Spartans just killed a bunch of people. Let's talk about the Athenians killing a bunch of people. Um, <laughs> and either and it was either Pliny the Elder or Plutarch, I don't remember which one, that said in one of their letters that the wrote that there was times when Rome would complain that they're taking too much from the Greeks. As far as their philosophical thoughts and whatnot, instead mm-hmm. of just like bloodthirsty, let's go kill things. Okay. Um, which I mean, I can see because you want to con- you want to preserve your own identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also keep alive the aspects of your society that have made you as rich and as mm-hmm. successful as you've been. And that again is the Roman Legion that that aggressiveness to go take over other people's lands. Where where the Greeks did this to a certain extent, again, they were thinking it was Socrates and, and Aristotle. <laughs> yeah, and those yeah, guys. Yeah. You know, they were thinking. They were mm-hmm. just, I think, therefore I am. I don't know who said that. It wasn't that. It was later on yeah, for that sure. that was said. It wasn't mm-hmm. that. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think it was Socrates that also said, like, what is it? Sad is the man who doesn't know the uh, full extent of his own body or whatnot. Yeah. Like, they still knew... The importance of physical fitness, um, but uh, so that so that so that just being the premise, like this is the society we're in right now, right? Like machismo is king, yes, right? Blood, gore, um, stabby stab. I also brought this up earlier. Secondly, they were more concerned with status and class than sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a matter of who your sexual partner is or what hole you put it in. If it wasn't a slave, it demand it, it mattered on which part of society that person be- that belonged to. Okay. Because like slaves were kind of they're just like they're part of Roman society, but they're not. Yeah. Because like they were boning slaves all the fucking time, heterosexually right. and homosexually. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's just what they fucking did. Um, but they look they didn't really look down on gay male sex 
because it's two dudes fucking. Yeah. It was kind of more just like, oh, my God, he wears brass rings and not gold ones, which is probably the gayest thing. (laughs) (laughs) He did not frost his tips. (laughs) That's soups gay. Um, But no, uh, but also, too, with that, with being super macho, if you are a top, Mm -hmm. then it it didn't matter. But Mm. if you were the bottom, then you were the lesser. And you were, I was not going to say looked down upon, but it was, it was something they could poke fun at you with. Hmm. Hmm. But it wasn't really looked on, homosexual, homosexuality wasn't looked on as something bad mm-hmm. per se. So now, let me ask you, which huh. one is worse? The society we live in currently where, I mean, class is like, a, it's a thing, but it's not as big, yeah. but homosexuality is looked down on. Homophobia or, or classism? Yeah. Elitism? What do you want? What do you want? I don't know. What do you think is worse? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out because I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I could live openly and not be, like, weird about it, but also I would look down because I'm probably lower middle class. Like, what? what's worse? I'm screwed in both realities. But, I mean, nobody in your lower middle class would look down upon you because you are also with someone who is part of lower middle class with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the rich people are going to look down on you no matter who, again, no matter what hole you're sticking it in, it doesn't fucking matter. They're still looking down on you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just wild. Which one would you rather live in? I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, you're like, oh, look at how progressive they are. They don't care if you're gay. But also, like... I can only afford brass rings. <laughs> I'm getting the backwards Michael Kors, okay? Anyway. Um, so, okay, so we talked about bottoms being looked down on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, there, now, that's not to say that, like, they didn't, and also they didn't have a word for homosexuality or heterosexuality. Okay. Um, there were men, obviously, that um, were more androgynous or effeminate. Okay. Than others. Mm-hmm. And these men were looked down on. And again, it wasn't so much for you liked taking it in the butt. It's just you were not macho. Right. So that's, again, which one is worse? Is it yeah. because you're not macho? It's because you like it in the butt. Um, but oddly enough, and there's writings about this. Okay. Uh, same as today, the androgynous, effeminate dudes were pined over by the women. Ah, yes. And again, a lot of these dudes were more likely in the sex industry okay and as long as the coin was right right you're gonna bone whatever whoever's whatever you gotta you. yeah yeah whoever, whoever's paying you to mm-hmm. bone you're gonna bone uh but i thought that that was funny that that the androgynous effeminate well, yeah, the, the pretty dudes, boys pretty, yeah exactly the, the pretty, pretty boys. boys the chicks were still which makes me say that everybody starts out gay okay all women start <laughs> off gay they're looking for an effeminate male no, I'm just kidding. That's not what I really say, but it happens. Um, <laughs> but I will say that there aren't, there's there's very, very, very few accounts of female homosexual hmm. homosexual sex. And I think a lot of this has to do with being in a patriarchal society. The people who wrote down the histories and wrote, like, copied everything down yeah. coming from the male perspective. And in that type of society, I'm going to go ahead and say when the chicks were fucking... They were doing it behind closed doors, and yeah. chicks keep better secrets than dudes because mm-hmm. dudes like to brag about what they put their dick in. Yeah. So. Hmm. Oh yeah, there was definitely. And there and there there are accounts of that happening, mm-hmm. but they're very very there's there's not there's not a lot of them, mm-hmm. which just tells me that I just think it's whoever was writing it down. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. 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 With the how sexual these people were, had to have 
<laughs> it, it was all over the place, man. Um, yeah, and then he says, dot, 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 I think that's it, thinking emoji. Mm. So, Mikey, thank you for that shit, man. Thank that you, was That was awesome. That that The sexuality part yeah. was the part I did the most research on. You would. Because I was like, what is all of this? <laughs> My sister's gay. <laughs> well, no, it was just mostly just like, no, I've never even thought about it. I've no, never, yeah. Again, and that's just me being a hetero dude, like not thinking about. Because mm-hmm. I knew that the Greeks, they, they, ha- they like, um, apprentices would... Uh, get fucked by the people that they were working for mm-hmm. because they f- they felt that they were passing on um, masculinity and yeah. knowledge mm-hmm. through this act of sex. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Um, and also the Greeks thought that a more the, the purest love was between two men. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so. yeah. See, yeah, I knew the Greeks were like all about it. They were yeah. like, yeah, it's queen. Um but the Romans, I feel like they would have toned it back just because, like, I think of, oh, that's another thing, I guess. Hmm. I do think of the Roman Empire more often than not. Um, Roman Catholics. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh my Jesus. Jesus, stop punching the microphone. Um, yeah, so I, I, I feel like I associate Catholicism with the Romans. Mm-hmm. And Catholicism is more of a reserved religion, oh. um, <laughs> so that I, I, I would feel boy. like um, <laughs> I feel like that would you know like let me put my love into you, babe. Tone down, <laughs> tone down. Sexuality number one and homosexuality yeah. number two. Yeah, because yeah, that just makes sense to me. Yeah. So that's interesting that they were not. Uh oh, and I was just going on, so I was doing a thing thing about this. Yeah, because obviously gayness, homosexuality came up, sure. and I was like, oh, there's not a lot of lesbian stuff in there. And then I was like, well, how again? How were women in in ancient Rome? Mm-hmm. So now, women in ancient Rome were considered free, full Roman citizens, Dope. or civis romane. We love that. Ooh, Latin, motherfucker. That's I texted you on Latin. Really. You did, I and my did. phone was like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> um, though they couldn't participate in politics or serve in the army, but they could own properties and, most importantly, inherit vast estates, making them wealthy, and through that, through that coinage, mm-hmm. politically powerful. Yeah. So again, it's not the it's not the greatest situation. But they were looked at, and they and they could read and write. Yeah. If you were rich enough, again. If you were born into that, it's, yeah. it's more classism than yeah. sexism, which is yeah. wild. If you were born in that and you could, you know, women were allowed to run businesses, own slaves, free. So there's actually even a, a story. Bring this up later because I don't think I put it in my notes. I just saw it. Okay. There's a story of this woman owning a slave. She freed that slave, married that slave. That slave became a prominent business owner, mm-hmm. or former slave, I should say, made friends with this fucking dude, and then this dude betrayed him, and then he shamed him. Oh. And we'll get into why he... Just make sure you bring that up. Okay, later. okay. Um, so, yeah, and, and for the most part, the, the, woman, the, the role of an ancient Roman woman was like a wife in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Just take care of the household... Um, make sure the slaves are doing what the slaves need to do if you could afford slaves or just mm-hmm. make sure, you know, the kids didn't kill themselves today and 
do the grocery shopping and shit like that. Okay. And like and like and when I say stuff like that, I don't mean housewives don't fucking pull their goddamn weight. Oh yeah, I am not looking at housewives. Yeah. I'm not looking down on housewives in the least. Yeah. No, I'm, I just want I just want that to be clear. It's not like these are just sitting at home watching Desperate Housewives. Okay. Because that wouldn't be invented for another two thousand. I was gonna say, do you have puppets? Like, <laughs> what do we do here? All right, and second to last, we have Patreon Isaac, Phoenix I Fam. He says, "Ha ha 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 ha." <laughs> I think about it often, how they essentially conquered the world and lost it all. Lol, a real lesson about life, right there. That no matter how much you got, you can always lose it all. And I think that's an awesome way to think about it. Yes. Is the the lessons of the past influence today. Mm-hmm. That, you know, just cherish what you fucking got. Um, because it could all fucking that. go away. You know, and I would say um, the incompetence in the highest level of political offices has spawned bullshit, civil strife, and political division, and also widening the gap between the haves and the have-nots. No, I am not talking about 2024 i am talking about 476 ad now um they did they were one of the first societies to actually have a true middle class okay much like this fucking country that's weird Mm -hmm. um although i will say that there they lost it all and this is just my personal opinion i think if they had even a telegraph system Mm -hmm. they would have been able to hold the empire but i just think the empire got too big Hmm. that they couldn't actively communicate with the frontiers and then also political strife, people vying fucking power, not really giving a shit about Rome anymore. It was no longer for Romana. It was now for me. Mm-hmm. And mm. kind of we're seeing a little bit of that now, Whoop. but no, I think that that is a pretty insightful thing to think about. Like well, yeah, they did, I, they had, they had it all going back to that conspiracy theories episode that we just did, you know, and, and life is a, it's a life cycle, right? So, <laughs> You you see the similarities between then and now, and it's it's kind of just like oh shit, like maybe we don't do what they did, but too late. Yeah, we can't like. help. We can't fucking help. <laughs> We're people. Yeah. Times change. People don't. Nope. Um, just how vast the Roman Empire was. Uh, did I Tell go me. over this? No. It stretched from Britannia in the north to Algeria in the south, Damn. from Spain to Jerusalem, from the Nile to the Rhine. Fuck. And that is with. No modern communications equipment that is without, you know, that's you, you yeah. can't get in a car and take a day trip up to, you know, take your troops. It's going to take a month for them to get from. It took a month. So this battle happens <laughs> okay. in the north. Okay. It takes a month for them to get to some place to freaking tell you, like, hey, dude, we just got fucking attacked. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, shit. It takes two days to rally everybody, get everybody freaking backed up. Another month to get back the fuck up. Probably a month and a half, two months, because now it's no, it's not like a platoon walking around. Ah, yes. It's, it's 4,000 fucking army. guys. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I really think if they had modern communications equipment, not even modern, if they would have had a telegraph system, which, again, I, they, they wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, if they'd have had that, I don't think that it would have fell the way it did. But also political strife like you can't really fight against that nope that's that's all that's all your fault yeah. you know what i mean and i say you as a collective yeah yeah exactly um and then the last one comes from jeremy not our cousin jeremy jeremy, uh, jeremy a guy i know from the bar all right we send memes to each other all day 
He's a meme friend. Ooh, yeah, I love that. You know, mm, the, meme friend. <laughs> that sounds nice. He says, have we ever considered how often the Roman Empire thinks about us? <laughs> Somewhere. I was like, first of all, like, fuck you, man. Just answer the question. I was like, that's actually pretty funny. There's a, there's a prophet. You know, there's a prophet that says there's going to be another country that's just like the Roman Empire. So and that's actually what I'm going to get into <gasps> is that I think about the Roman Empire quite often. Yep, I know. Probably daily. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I should keep a count in like my phone or something. Oh, thought about the Roman Empire. Maybe that'll be a TikTok thing. Oh, oh, okay, so I was like, <laughs> funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, um, so as an anthropologist, I think I talked about this earlier. I have more of a fascination with everyday normal life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The people actually turning the wheels. That is the great engine of the Roman empire. Not so much the legionaries out on the frontier, you know, expanding it. And then the people making the decisions and whatnot. I love what the normal people do. That, to me, is the most fascinating. And why is it so fascinating? I'll tell you, Selena. Tell me, tell me. Because we're the same fucking people. The similarities between their society and our society, other than I'm sitting in front of a computer, I'm talking into a microphone, and this will go on to the internet, Mm -hmm. which will, as long as atomic bombs don't fall, knock on fucking wood, um, will be around forever. Yeah. This episode will be around in the the human collective forever. Forever. But the fact that we're sitting here talking about bullshit, mm-hmm. it's we, the same we. shit that people, not just the Romans, but people have always been freaking doing. And that's what I love about history and being an anthropologist and, and whatnot is just like, People have always been the same. Like I'll bring up, I don't know if I ever brought this up with you, but they just kicked back uh, the like the the. Have you ever heard of Clovis Man? And it's the oldest, like way back in the day, not way back in the day, like 20, 30 years ago. Okay. They found a spearhead in Clovis, New Mexico. That they're like, oh shit! Like they've been people have been here for twenty five thousand years. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, further down, I think it was in White Sands, it's in White Sands, New Mexico. They found footprints that pushed that date back even another 20,000 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, It's like 40,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. But in those footprints, it's freaking cool. So it would have been like a bog, like a marshy, like, you know, four inches of fucking water with little, little water plants coming up. Mm-hmm. And there's footprints, two big footprints. But in the middle of those footprints are two tiny a set of two little baby footprints. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know exactly what this person is doing. They're walking a baby like, you know, in between their fucking legs. Yeah. And to me, like, it was like, almost like it like really touched my heart that that is something that we still do today as humans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter which time period is. This is fucking 40,000 years ago. Right. If they saw us doing that, they would immediately recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would know. We would have an immediate fucking connection, mm-hmm. and that that spans forty thousand years. That is freaking nuts to me. I love that the misanthropic anthropologist is having like a human fucking moment at the time. Like the way your brain thinks just baffles me. Because <laughs> <Why? laughs> like I don't think that way. I'm like cool. Like New Mexico's got like 
real old footprints. Like, I'm not looking at the pattern of which the footprints are there. I'm just like, that's fucking dope. Yay. Yeah. Not the fact that like, there's either an older brother or older sister or a mom or a dad. Jeepus. Um, no go. None. None goes. Um, yeah, that, that they're doing the same thing that we've, that we're about to do to the podling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. That dude's fucking big. He's, He's a heavy, heavy ass fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. He's I'm heavy. Gonna roll, uh, yeah. roll him down. You walk if you want. Just I don't baffled care. me that you you see that and that's what you think about. So. Yeah, I, like, think that's just the you, anthropology. I, don't, I, don't do I think that's just the anthropology, like he, looking at the human experience, the human mm-hmm. element. Right. Um, but with that said, mm-hmm. like I like to look at the similarities, and there is a shit ton of similarities between us information age human beings all the way back to classical ancient romans yes. those are the actual ages we live in mm-hmm. things like that so here's one Tell me. kind of far-fetched we're going to start kind of far-fetched all right. gps okay global positioning systems yes we use satellites to know where we are in the world right mm-hmm. oh, along yeah. those roman roads they would have mile markers and on those mile markers it would tell you how far away you are from each different and I'm not just saying at the crossroads. Yeah. Each Roman mile had a mile marker in like granite. Huh. Just like next to the road. And it'd be like, you got three miles till you get to here. And along all those roads were um, obviously like, you know, like taverns, places to sleep and whatnot. Yes. Um, but it was the first time that people could know exactly where they were on the face of the planet. Now they didn't know what the planet looked like as a whole, yeah, but at least in the Roman empire, you knew exactly where the fuck you were. I see. I see See how I made that connection. I see where you're going and I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Multicultural. Uh We are a nation of immigrants that hates them. Yes. And it's funny that immigrants hate the new immigrants. The old immigrants hate the new immigrants. I make that argument every day. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. Anyways, um, the Roman Empire is the same way. Uh, Because when they conquered new places, they didn't just obliterate and just kill everybody and move, like, you know, citizens of Rome to colonize this new fucking area. Mm -hmm. They're just like, hey, you're under the Roman banner right now, and you could pretty much live however you want. Pretty much. Not always. Right. There are rules. There are rules. Just got to pay your taxes, man. Mm-hmm. Just got to pay your taxes. You can do whatever the fuck you want. We're going to leave this garrison here to make sure you pay your taxes <laughs> and you don't, you know, maybe Jesus doesn't come along. You know, we don't really want that going on. But yeah. And then they would use once like, I think, it, I don't remember if I read this or if I just made it up. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just making a story. But I think, and then I think they would wait like a generation. No, I don't, maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. I want to say I read something on they would wait a while after they conquered a place to start recruiting for their army out of that place. Hmm. But they but I do know I 100 percent know I read that they especially on the frontier, they would actively recruit out of that area uh, because it was easier to keep like a pulse on what the locals were thinking and, oh. and whatnot. And if I'm paying you coin, you're going to be loyal to me mm-hmm. and maybe you'll snitch on some of your buddies. Yeah. We got some rats. Type thing. Type, and then not just inside the borders, but on outside of the... Because if you're from that region, you're also going to know the language and the customs and stuff of the people who are going to go conquer, you know, next year or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to say Wild. that there was there was like a, a, a period to like let the things settle down 
mm-hmm. there before they started actively recruiting out of there, but I don't I don't remember. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, so that made them multicultural, and there's actually evidence of that. So remember those people I said that, that died in Pompeii in the, the wine cellar? Yes. They were African. Oh. The rich ones. So there was two there was two groups of skeletons. Yes. And they believe they don't know why they were separated, but on one side, on the right side, there was a bunch of bones huddled together, and they were all kind of stained green. Okay. And then there was a bunch of bones on the left side, not stained green. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever bought cheap metal, <laughs> you know that it, oh. it leaves green stains. Mm-hmm. And who has a bunch of metal all over the bodies? Rich people. And then they also found like a bunch of jewelry around them. There was jewelry on the other side, but again, it wasn't as... Is, is nice, yes. Mm-hmm. Than it was on the, and on the right, but the, the um, skeletons on the right, at least a, f- a couple of them, were African, hmm. sub-Saharan African. Huh. Immigration. And then the ones on the left had syphilis. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why? I'm pretty sure most people had syphilis. Right STDs um, rampant. Yeah. So yeah. So it was very multi multicultural. Um, that makes a lot of sense, though. I mean, empire. You just went over the vast expansion that was the Roman Empire, so how mm-hmm. could you not have? But that they were free Roman citizens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one day you're fighting against the Roman Empire, you'll lose. Next day, pay your taxes, you're a free Roman citizen. Mm-hmm. And you have the same rights as everybody else. Yeah. All right, next one. Globalization, yes. as far as what they knew the globe was. Yeah. Um. So they had these red pots, pottery, like cutlery. Like that they would eat out of and cook in and whatnot Mm -hmm. from like little cereal bowl size to like pots that you can cook in. Right. Or just like put a bunch of food in and just like, hey, serve yourself. Right. That's it. Right. They have found these little red pots or these red pots all over Europe, inside the Roman borders and beyond. Mm -hmm. So they think it was like one of the first like mass produced like. You think of America, like, what, what do we export that people would think of us for? Like hamburgers, right? Like McDonald's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, the golden arches, right? The pizza that Americans know. <laughs> they, uh, well, actually, they wouldn't have pizza either. They're Italian, and they wouldn't even have pizza. That's because it's American. I'm just kidding. I know it's not flatbread. Well, so tomatoes are South America. Boop. South Americans hadn't made contact yet. But that's yeah, funny. <laughs> they wouldn't even have marinara sauce. But... Uh, <laughs> Ideas. But yeah, these these like you think of like how many golden arches America has put up around the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the way these pots were. They just end up. They just pop up anywhere. Um, they have found coins that have the same stamp on it. You know, it, I think it was Emperor Hadrian as well. Like it was. They found one coin stamped with his head. Okay. In Spain, and the other one was outside of the borders, like somewhere in like Mongolia or something like that. They hmm. found that coin there. So they were reaching out beyond their borders. And the, the, the Roman silver, I mean, silver was spent anywhere. Right? Yes, yeah. And one of the cool things, too, is it wasn't just Roman influence over everywhere else. In Pompeii, they found a statue of a uh, Hindi goddess. Hmm. In the classical, like, if you'd think of, like, an Indian statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the way they do their artwork. It was in that way. So that just not just tells you that the Roman influence is going out, but also there's people in this little town, Pompeii, that are aware of people outside of their borders. Yeah. 
which is which is freaking nuts. Which is that's that's again two thousand fucking years ago. You do have all of these roads going out, but how does that statue make it all the way back? Right, or how do from, those bulls make it all the way over there? Yeah. You know. Well, to me, the bulls make more sense because that's a practical thing. Like oh, that's yeah. something you can trade real quick, or you know, you pick up even if it's discarded. You're like, hey, I'm gonna use a fucking bull. Take this. Take this with me. Recycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you bring up recycling. Oh, tell me about Because we're going to get into pollution. Ooh, the pollution. So in Greenland, they do those ice cores, right? And the ice cores tell you how the air was doing at a certain time in the Earth's history, right? Yes. <laughs> so they went down like 50 meters, 500 meters, something like that, to get to the where they think around the year one was. Okay. AD, who's that? Um, <laughs> they they go down to that, so they're like, this is about the height of the Roman Empire right here. Take that core out, study the air that's trapped in the water in that ice. Yes, yes. High levels of methane. <gasps> methane gases, you say? Methane gases. So greenhouse, ga- greenhouse gases are, so below, very low. Mm-hmm. A couple hundred years later, still very low. But at the height of the Roman Empire, they were putting greenhouse gases into the air hmm. because they were smelting more. They were they got they mined a mountain in Spain so much that the ma- the mountain's gone. Like this Jesus. is this weird ass like there's this mountain range in Spain. I don't remember where it's at, but it looks kind of weird. Like there's just like it almost kind of looks like you're missing a mountain. Yeah. Or did you ever play uh, pocket tanks? No. Oh, okay, never mind. If you know, never. <laughs> It looks kind of, so this mountain range, like in the middle of it, looks kind of fucking weird. They mined gold there so much, they got rid of an entire mountain. Jesus. Well. That is some dwarf shit. Yeah. That is some dwarf shit. I was going to say, at least they used the whole mountain, you know? (laughs) Well, I'm also thinking, too, it's like when you're making that much concrete as well, it's like, why not use that extra rock and shit to make your fucking concrete? Mm -hmm. So ship it, because that was one of the things, they're like, we don't know where any of this mountain went. Like, they know what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, they suspect they know what happened. But they're like, well, where's all the evidence? Where's where's this fucking mountain? It didn't just crumble and collapse. Like, where the fuck is this fucking mountain? Yeah. And, yeah, the, they probably just shipped it out to make more fucking concrete or use those blocks of wood to make something that doesn't... You don't need granite for. Yeah. Like, I just need to make this wall for to keep out the fucking Huns or whatever. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Huns in Spain? Huns in Spain. Well, they would ship it across. So the Pantheon, again, so this is in Rome. The Pantheon is in Rome. It's got the big-ass dome, right? Yes. The columns on it Uh are from Egypt. Oh. And they're like 50 feet fucking tall. They're like 500,000 tons. I don't know how fucking much they are. Fucking big-ass columns. They're one piece of rock. Yeah. And that rock is from Egypt. Damn. So they shipped shit. Wild. Far the fuck away. Wild. 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 Nobody thinks that the aliens built the Pantheon. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which isn't the Parthenon. The Parthenon's in Greece. In Greece. Yes. yes. Uh, so pollution, Greenland ice, methane. Here's a big thing. Tell me. Again, I brought up the golden arches, right? Uh-huh. Fast food. <gasps> so it, it was actually so pockets? we... <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, so we think of dining out as a rich people thing mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. You can afford to go out and eat. You yeah. don't have to eat at your home. Uh, the way it was in Roman society was the rich people ate at home. 
Mm. I mean, they had affluent restaurants and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but the rich people ate at home. But if you were poor, like if you had a smaller house, you're like, shit, man, I don't have a big stove or, or whatnot. Or I work most of the fucking day. When I get home, it's dark. Yeah. I don't, I can't afford the oil, mm-hmm. you know, to stay up late. So I'm just going to go home and go to bed. Yeah. So along the streets, and again, this is thanks, this is thanks to Pompeii. Along the streets, they would have um, fast food. So like basically you would walk along and there would be a counter right on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and you could walk by. They would have bowls of food already made, you know, prepared. Yeah. You would pick up the bowl, pay the dude. You could either just take what, you know, the pita sandwich or whatever and eat it on the way. Or you could sit down real quick at like the counter. So more like a diner type thing. Mm -hmm. Eat that real quick. Take off and go do what you need to do. So this is like for breakfast, lunch, dinner and those types of things. Mm. But you could also they would have a room in the back and you can go in and you can have a sit down. It would cost you a little bit extra coin. But you can have an actual sit down fucking Mm. meal. Um. We're just smacking the microphone. I know. We're just, we're just smack happy. Smack happy. Um, there's actually, and and with this fast food thing, it's also bar life. So in this, in in, in one of these uh, Pompeii bar restaurant type things. Right? Yeah. So they would, they would always put like, like in the bathhouses, they had like depictions of sex and whatnot. Sure. Because again, these are very highly sexual fucking people. I think Why it was not? just kind of just like, hey, we're naked. Let's just show some sex. This is natural. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they they and they they would like to put like almost like little comic strips. Like that was what decorated like the frescoes of like a, a comic strip fresco. There we go. That's what I want to say. Like along the fucking walls, right? Yeah. And there's one in this bar that like the the left panel like it's not like a fluid. So we'll get to the fluid story at the end. Oh my god. But <laughs> what? Fluid. Fluids. Fluid like. It, it's a three. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about like fluids. Yeah. Like, oh, God, mm, you're gross. No, you're gross. I don't want that. Hold on, before you get into it. Gotta pee. So in this bar on the left fresco is a man and a woman engaged in a little bit of tonsil hockey. Okay. Which is oh well, that happens in bars all the time. Yeah. yeah it makes a little bit of sense. And then you get to one, and <coughs> and this is the one with the through story, right? So it depicts two men sitting at a table and they're playing a dice game okay right and then the next one the next the next comic uh, square is the two men arguing <laughs> and the cool thing and we know what they're doing because they put speech bubbles oh and it's not, it doesn't look like speech bubbles we do it's right. just like they put words over the people's heads mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and then the third one the third the third uh, little comic uh, comic panel Panel. There you go. God dang. Gotcha. Jesus. Third comic panel is the two men, one saying, I won fair and square. The next one says, no, you didn't, you fucking, or no, it doesn't say fucking. No, you didn't, you cocksucker. Oh. And then the bartender with the speech bubble says, hey, guys, just, I don't care who's right or who's wrong, just take it outside. Is that not an experience? Maybe not everybody has had that experience, <laughs> but does that not happen in bars today? 100%. 100 fucking percent. Yes. I, again, I You can walk into that. any average bar in America and listen to that exact conversation. The bartender, go, go outside. Yeah. Go outside. I don't care who wins or who's right. Just don't fucking, don't make. Don't break my Don't stuff. break my little clay pots, man. <laughs> I need my clay pots. Don't break my stuff. 
So we can send them to, to Africa and, and Asia and things. Um, and then lastly, I'm going to get into, I know we have kept you here for a long time. We have gone. All the while. So this would have been like a lab class because those classes were like four oh, and a half yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would, this would have been a Friday afternoon <laughs> lecture. Um, so lastly is the graffiti that okay. we see all over mm-hmm. Roman society. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one that I think I have brought up on the podcast before, but it reads, and I quote, and this is in a shitter. This is in a shit house. So there's a community, community shit houses. Like you would just sit on a bench with the hole in it next to somebody else sitting on a bench and a hole in it. Yeah. And you'd be like, Hey, so funny thing happened on the way to the forum. <laughs> and you just like be taking a dump. Yep, right. Yep. Or the guy next to you just like hoping he doesn't splash you with his fucking pee. Hopefully, uh, hopefully his aim is good. You know, it's not yuck. banking off the sides. Anyway, yuck. he carved, and this had, and they, they believe it had happened either the day that uh, Mount Vesuvius destroyed Erupted. Pompeii, yeah, or like a couple days before, because there's no erosion on his carving into the wall next to the fucking <laughs> hole that he just took a shot in. Apollonius. The slave doctor to Titus had a good shit. There it is. And the fact that that's how you like <laughs> referred to yourself. And, and and one of the things, and this is, like I said, the slave doctor to the emperor Titus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was a slave doctor to the emperor Titus in Pompeii. Had a good shit there. He, he pooped and, and it, it was nice. We all know that feeling. Right. We all we have a good shit. You needed it, right? You, you feel like Exercise you lost twenty-five the pounds. Demons. Um, but yeah, the the fact that again, the toilet humor, quite literally. Yeah. Uh-huh. And was it like the Roman slang for poop, or was it like did they have shit like, like um, the the curse words in this thing that I watched mm-hmm. weren't readily they used them because that was the word that the Romans used. Okay. So it was it wasn't the slang word for shit. It was the vulgar term for shit. Okay. And okay. just like I said, cocksucker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Earlier. It was, and again, this is in a restaurant. This is like for, this isn't just a bar. This is like a bar restaurant. So your kids can read that shit if yeah. your kids can read. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. Nope. Um, Interesting. Okay. I just didn't know if there was like a term where they were like a log book where they were like picked up cow poop today. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to use shit. I, oh, I, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and there's like a scientific have. term or if, if there's like a, a they, slang word. They might shit and just might have been, because like I said, these are cru- crude people. Yeah. So they, they don't And that's why I said maybe they did. Maybe they said mm, I picked up cow shit today. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wild. Um, uh, Next is a graffiti found in a brothel. Okay. And it said, the, there isn't a name attached to this one, but it just says, Again, chiseled into the wall. Mm-hmm. I came through and had a good fuck. Yay. Thanks, man. Like, yeah. it's like, is, I that wonder, like a, uh, is that a Yelp review? Yeah, you it's like a Yelp. There you go. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. again, more things that are, are similar to uh, in our societies. But like, is, is also that like a, a four-star rating yeah. for, for the hooker? Like, does That's she use the same room? She uses the same room. It's just like, look at all my glowing reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Throat goat. Like now, it'd be like, Jesus throat goat. Christ. She got that gap. Oh my God, I want to die. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like it would be a, a Google review or a Yelp review for yeah. for maybe the brothel or, or that particular worker yeah. that day. So yeah. that's that's funny. Um, 
Okay, so no, I got two more things. All right, so, and also dicks. Yes. Dicks are everywhere All in the Roman time. society. Today, forever. And I don't mean like drawn, not just like drawn or graffitied mm-hmm. on walls, mm-hmm. like built into the architecture. Like I saw a picture of a doorway that like there was three dicks on the top. Yeah. Like And balls, dicks and balls, uncircumcised because mm. they were not Christian yet. Right. But yeah, yeah, just dicks, dicks fucking everywhere. And then like in this documentary yeah. I watched with that, they went to Naples or Nepales. Nepal. I think that's the way they said it in Latin. Um, they went to Naples and like they're walking down this like street. They're like, this would be the closest thing to like Pompeii would okay. have been like crowded two to three story buildings on either side. And the mm-hmm. ground level is all the shops and whatnot. And people are just walking around and there's like lit, there's graffiti dicks fucking everywhere, everywhere in this place. Why? Why? Because dicks, dicks are funny. We've man. talked about it on this podcast. The boys Penis? are obsessed with penis. Penises are funny, man. Oh, I don't get it. They're funny. I'm glad that you... But it also, but like in Roman masculine... Yeah, it that's, is That's the ultimate symbol, uh, symbol of masculinity, virility. Yeah. virility is an erect fucking penis. Sure. Some balls. Balls dangling. I just thought it was funny that it was like, this is in the architecture. There's dicks <laughs> in the architecture. Um, oh, no. But the last thing I'm going to build say that we're similar with them, and this is the story I was going to bring up earlier, and I said, remind me. Mm-hmm. So you have this slave owned by this lady. She frees him, marries him, yes. makes friends with this other guy. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they would boast about, like, let's say we had a really good so the podcast, had a really good year, so I would erect a statue. Much Ado About Nerding podcast, and it would have, like, us two next to each other, and we'd be fucking, like, with backwards hats, and be like, <laughs> on this day, Joe erected this monument because we had a banner year in 2023. Okay. And then... And that was me boasting. That's like me posting on Instagram. Okay. So this is kind of like a social media thing. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. This is almost like oh a social media thing. So he, so this this former slave erected this thing with statues okay. of him, his wife, and his best friend. Okay. Right? They're all three on there. And and and, and it's a big thing. It's like depicted here is like me, my wife, my best friend. I love us all on this date. In this year, and yay, Rome. yay. And then there's they took a, a smaller, <laughs> yes, yes. And then there's a smaller plaque under it that says it's something like "fuck that backstabber, son of a bitch." And it's like an actual. This isn't just like carved into the <laughs> this stone. This is not graffiti. He bought like a new plaque to get put on there underneath it, and it's something like this fucking ass bastard. I think he even uses the word bastard. This bastard took yeah, me to court. Yeah. Thank, thank the gods and and my lovely wife that I won this court case. He's a fucking asshole. Like <laughs> it's something like that. And I'm just like, dude, you're like publicly shaming people. Yeah. And that's what we use social media for right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that these like, like even like the Victory Arch, like in France, I know that's not Roman, mm-hmm. but like they, the Romans would do that. You would win a campaign. You know, off yep. on the frontier, and you would come back, and then they would erect a big old thing saying, "We did it!" <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> and even just normal buildings, like normal buildings, would have like a snap, and it wasn't just like a maker's mark, like they 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 do with like goods and whatnot. Right? You know, here's the golden arches. Mm-hmm. They would put plaques and be like, "This building was erected by so and so because you know Emperor Hadrian gave us these this money." 
and I'm the best architect in the world. Yay. And they Me. would just like put that. Like, and I that's the that. coolest thing. They would put their fucking names. So it's like, again, you have spoken to me through 2,000 years of fucking time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know who you were or what you looked like. But I know about this day and what and happened on this day. you fucking did this, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so that, like was, that. that was like some of the, 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 the similarities I see in their, their society that we still do today. That's fucking wild. Fucking nuts, man. Times change, but people don't. Nope. And it's, again, it's not just, it's not just the Romans. I'm pretty sure you can find the similarities with the Greeks and, and whatnot. That is crazy. <laughs> the Romans. Yeah. So I was, you got any, did any closing? I learned a lot. I really did. That's so good. thank you for that. You're I learned, welcome. I learned a whole lot about Romans and I hope you guys did too. I, I hope we didn't put you to sleep. Like if you went to college, you know, with those well, four hour long fucking, uh, four hour long yeah, lectures. Yeah, but at least we have like. You laughs in between well i mean yeah <laughs> i'd hope so yeah well i laughed i laughed a lot so <laughs> i laughed and a i learned lot. good well i'm glad and i'm glad everybody learned a little something and you could make a little bit of again is this is this gonna is this gonna get you promoted at work is this going to help you but you, you know what you might be sitting at a bar one day and you're like you know what there were no gays in the roman times and you're like, actually. And you just put on this podcast. <laughs> well, technically, they weren't just sexually attracted to, to other men. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Or you're playing Geeks Who Put some drink. P and some A. And there's a whole topic on Roman. Yeah, Roman The shit. Roman Empire. You Now you have maybe some answers. It's like, name the most famous, ro famous Roman lesbian. You'd be like, ha ha, trick question. There wasn't. They. Not to say that there wasn't a Roman lesbian. There is no famous ones. None documented. There you go. See? There you go. All right, guys. So thank you for getting through this marathon episode. I didn't mean it for it to be this long. No, although I kind of knew it was going to be. I knew it was going to uh, be 100%. Tangents, it. motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but if you get to this point in the episode, we'd like to thank you. Whether you've been an A1 since day one, you're a first-time listener, we'd like to thank you for spending just a little bit of your day, a little bit of your week, a little bit of your life with us. But a very special thank you to our Patreons, Motor City Timmy T, Miss M, Professor of Muggle Studies, Machine Gun Polly, our Phoenix fam, Allison Motherland, Dress Bizzle, and Shell Dizzle. Thank you all for being awesome producers of the most humble show. Thanks, guys. And if you like to be a producer like those awesome folks I just mentioned, go to patreon.com slash much ado about nerding and just go to patreon.com and search much ado about nerding. And if you'd like to be a part of the conversation instead of just listening to it, hit us up on Instagram, Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. We also have an email address, nerdnation2020 at gmail.com. And we have a TikTok. If you search uh, NerdNation505 or Much Ado About Nerding, you should find us there. And we'll have a player two. This is player one saying stay safe. Stay sane. And stay nerdy. Nerdy on, Sal. Nerdy on, Joe. And nerdy on, Nerd Nation. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerding. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, you love to detain! <laughs>